hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the greatest spectacle in Indiana education leadership, the IAPSS Whole Position Bobcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Bob Taylor, your host for this IAPSS podcast. You know, the podcast is designed and produced for the members of the Indiana Association of Public School Superintendents. The IAPSS Bobcast is here to educate, inform, and entertain those dedicated school superintendents that are leading the way for their staffs and students in Indiana schools. IAPSS members are truly the poll setters in the race to provide the best schools in the state of Indiana. So, ladies and gentlemen, start your Bobcast engines. Well, today I'm very honored and, and pleased at both professional and personal level to uh, introduce our next guest. It's Dr. Rich Arkinoff, superintendent at Center Grove Community School Corporation. Uh, Rich and I have known each other for a number of years, and uh, we share a lot in common, but probably the, the greatest thing we have in common is our passion and belief in school leadership and the power that school leaders have, especially superintendents. So, Rich, thank you for joining us today. appreciate you being here. Well, Bob, thank you. It's an honor to be here and to join you on the Bobcast. I love that. It's uh, super fun, and um, I really uh, I love the theme of the 500. That's fantastic. Well, I know we Hoosiers have to relate to something, so it's almost corn season, but I thought the 500 would get us a little more national recognition. So, well, Rich, we oh, yeah. don't want to take a lot of your time, but uh, maybe you could tell our members a little about yourself, your background, your journey, and uh, and what your vision is as superintendent of schools. Sure, I'd be happy to, Bob. I started out um, before in ed education, um, some of the commonalities that you and I have. Um, I was in the Army for eight years. Um, you know, prior to that, I, I grew up on the west side of Indianapolis and uh, graduated from Ben Davis High School and joined the Army in third great years and uh, had a great time toward in Germany and all over the United States and uh, just some fantastic experiences. And that kind of built my leadership skills some as a young man. Uh, then when I got out of the military, uh, I always had a passion for education. I knew I wanted to be an educator. And so uh, once I Got out of the Army. I went to school at IU, graduated from there with a degree in special education. And then from that point, I uh, started teaching. My first job was in Pike Township in Indianapolis, and I taught at Lincoln Middle School, uh, the old Lincoln Middle School. They tore it down after I taught there. Apparently, something went wrong and they had to get rid of our evidence. But uh, um, I then moved into IPS and started teaching there. My background again is in. Special education, severe disabilities was my main focus, and I did that for several years in IPS before becoming an assistant principal. Um, I moved out of that uh, assistant principalship and into a principalship in Edinburgh, Indiana, where I became um, the principal for uh, Eastside Elementary for about four years. Uh, then my superintendent uh, requested or Volan told me that I was going to the middle school to be the middle school principal. And it was um, reluctantly um, turned out to be one of the best uh, few years of my life being a middle school principal, really enjoyed it. And then uh, she told me she's retiring and the school board there was interested in uh, me applying for the superintendent's job, which um, that's what I ended up doing. Uh, being a small district at Edinburgh there, um, 
I got to be the director of special education. I got to be the director of technology, the director of transportation, uh, you know, the, the finance person and all of those things. So I, I learned a lot very quickly in four years as a superintendent center, or I'm sorry, at um, Edinburgh. Um, and then um, I was encouraged to apply at, Ed, at Center Grove uh, shortly after that, uh, after my four years there in Edinburgh. And um, I've been blessed now to be there. This is my 13th year in Center Grove as the superintendent, and it's just gone by so quick. So just a really fortunate to be a part of that, you know, that school district. And I've learned so much in all of my experiences from military all the way through um, my time in all the different school districts, but especially Edinburgh, very special to me. I learned so much having to be, you know, having a, a, a role in every part of the school district, no matter, um, you know, matter if it was transportation, maintenance, whatever it was, I just really, I learned so much so quickly. And that really prepared me for being the superintendent here at Center Grove. Well, and that also prepared you for being our current president of IAPSS. And I want to thank you for your commitment and dedication to our association. Uh, you've been involved with leadership for a long time. But, you know, you, you made a good point to a number of our members uh, during your tenure at Edinburgh. You uh, you had many hats you wore, but you didn't have many people to put those hats on. So you had a big hat rack in your office, I'm going to guess. So. When somebody was looking for personnel, you put that hat on or you put the transportation hat on or food service. Or, <laughs> so a lot of our members go through that and uh, they're to be commended, yeah. as you know, for, for the diversity and, and the expertise they bring to each of those positions. We know you know, Bob, one thing I one thing I learned in that is I had one hat I never took off and that was the complaint department. <laughs> Well, I'm going to guess with you as a superintendent, there just weren't many complaints to be had. So that's probably a good hat to have. But anyway, I appreciate you that. Know, Rich, you do you do have a, a real wealth of uh, experience and background, both in education and, and out of education. Um, you know, one of the things I know you're passionate about, and I've always been uh, privileged to have you share some of your insights, and that's on the subject of leadership. You know, at IPSS, we believe that effective and impactful leadership is really an ever-evolving set of skills uh, that have to be relevant to the development of the superintendency. And that's a lifelong learning process. And you advocate for that, not only in, in how you lead your current school district at Center Grove, but also how you work with uh, the members at IPSS. I was wondering if you might just take a few minutes and share some insights and thoughts you have on, on what do you think makes a strong leader? And maybe I, I think I know the answer, but I want you to share maybe who are some of the people uh, either in education or out that really have influenced your thoughts about leadership? Yeah, I that's actually one of my favorite topics to talk about. As you said, Bob, I really enjoy studying leadership and learning uh, from folks. Um, you know, I, I would say that um, for me, what makes a really strong leader is someone, you know, that has that that servant attitude uh, of providing you what you need to get your job done and giving you clear and concise directions and doing that, you know, like Brene Brown says, clear is kind. And I think the more clear we can be as a leader, the better off um, things are going to be for all. Um, you know, and, and when we say a servant leader, what I always say is, you know, it, it's not about getting you a cup of coffee. Of course, if it helps, I'll do that. But 
it's really about making sure you have what you need to get the job done. So uh, that's the really important part of being a leader in my mind. Um, you know, setting up your expectations and and what you expect of individuals is really key in being a a, uh, a strong leader. And, um, you know, one of the things you need to do when you're thinking about your expectations is really discerning what's important to you as a leader and making sure that those are your non-negotiables. Those are the things that are important to you as an organizational leader, um, you know, and being able to just really focus on um, the things that are near and dear to you. And hopefully that gets the message across to those um, that you lead. You know, Rich, I, I, I've had the privilege of hearing you speak several times about your background. And I know there's one individual from your time at Ben Davis um, that you really attribute a lot uh, that this this uh, individual's contribution to who you are and what you became and, and uh, the leadership that you provide to so many staff and students today. Um, maybe you might talk just a minute or so about that. Who was that individual that I'm thinking of? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he was so important to me in my life. It was my Latin teacher of all people in high school, uh, Mr. Gilmartin. I, I actually, he has his PhD, so it's Dr. Gilmartin. Um, he's just a, an amazing guy. Um, you know, he took me um, under his wing back in, um, you know, when I was a sophomore in high school. I was uh, struggling to take a foreign language. And I had heard that if you take Latin, you didn't have to speak it. So I was super excited by that, thinking, oh, good, here's a, that's me. I'm always looking for a way around some of the rules, you know, or something like that. So um, I was like, oh, okay, this is exciting. I'm going to do that. And, you know, I quickly learned that that wasn't the case. And I was really nervous about, you know, not uh, being able to speak the language. And he had come into the classroom. And I was going to drop the class because he came in uh, speaking in Latin and that just scared the life out of me. And I walked up to his uh, to his desk at the end of the class and told him I wanted to drop his class. And he looked at me as if I was just crazy. And he just said, why? And I said, there's just no way I can do this. Um, you know, um, I grew up with learning disabilities and everything was a challenge. Just speaking the English language is a challenge for me and thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to tried Latin, this is going to be impossible. And, and he looked right at me and said, you know what? Um, I believe you're going to be the best student that I have all year long. I just think that you are going to be great at this. So I don't think you should drop it. And that one little statement just stuck in my head. And I just believed what he said to be true. And I didn't drop the class. And I ended up being all three years there uh, from my sophomore to my senior year, uh, not just taking Latin, but I was president of Latin club and um, his inspiration led me to be, you know, captain of my swim team that year. Um, the Latin club was really popular. So um, that felt really good. And, you know, a lot of people smile and laugh when I say the Latin club was popular, but it actually was the most popular class at the time. And I'm sure it had to do with him. Um, it was one of the most you know popular clubs. Now he also, I was also president of the chess club, which was not as popular as the Latin club, but still something I'm really proud to have been a part of. Uh, but it was a lot of fun uh, being uh, being with him, and and uh, he is still teaching today. 
I believe this is his 45th year at Ben Davis High School. And he is, I think uh, Dr. Butts had shared with me that he has been recognized 35 years in a row for an outstanding educator year uh, by the students at uh, Wayne Township. So that's just amazing. Yeah, Rich, and I thank you for sharing. I know anyone that's uh, that had the privilege to hear you speak about uh, leadership and, and kind of your development as an educator have, have heard that name mentioned. And you speak with uh, great reverence and great honor and great sincerity about that gentleman. But I'll share with you that uh, there'll be young men and women in years to come that will speak similarly about your contributions. So, well, I want to thank you, uh, Dr. Arganoff, again for joining me today. Uh, so really, as the checkered flag comes down on this latest race around the IAPSS Bob Cass track, remember, like you just heard, that somewhere, sometime, somehow, you will make a lifelong impression on someone. And only you can make that impression a positive memory, or you can also make it a negative influence. The choice is yours. Rich, again, I want to thank you for taking time to join us today. I know you're extremely busy, but I know our members, our listeners appreciate having you share some of your insights, uh, both on leadership and on the uh, exciting path that has led you to where you are today. So thanks so much for being here and best of luck for the rest of the year. Thank you, Bob. And thanks for all that you do. Um, you are just a, a treasure to our organization. So just appreciate you so much. Well, thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, look forward to hearing you again when IAPSS Pole Position Bobcast comes to your listening pleasure. Have a great day and be safe, everyone. Thank you. Uh -huh.